0: Welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast, where we discuss faith, relationships, and life advice. Grab a cup of coffee or your favorite cozy drink and start the day with us. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm going to start off with full transparency that I am most definitely recording this on Monday night before the Tuesday morning when it comes out, so it might be a bit shorter tonight as, um, you know, it's been a Monday, and so (laughs) I want to, um, you know, have time for certain things tonight, and so I wanted to share this specific message, but it might not be super long, so anyways, that's just a heads up. But first of all, what I am grateful for today is that um, if you are not new, you probably heard in a couple of different episodes, I mentioned that I was going to be starting a new job. And I can say now that I have done that job now for about a week, not quite, but um, I just wanted to share something I'm grateful for already. I know it's early, but um, if you are a teacher or No teachers or you've followed any teachers on Instagram, there is something that is referenced as Sunday scaries. (laughs) Um, And I do think that some people use this term in other job professions as well, but basically just like the feeling on Sundays that you're a little bit anxious about the new week starting and especially like Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening. And to me, I could really relate to that at my past job and really just Any teaching jobs that I have that I had in the past where I felt like I could not completely relax and rest and enjoy and feel refreshed from my weekend on Sunday nights because I had what people have termed Sunday scaries, and it just felt like you know I had to be doing things until the last minute and using the rest of my time to make sure I was ready for the week and preparing and anticipating what the lessons were going to be like and um, just kind of your mind just going nonstop and trying to maybe overthink (laughs) and even if you tried to ignore it and just spend time with people, I always felt distracted by those feelings and it kind of stressed me out to have plans on Sunday afternoons and evenings And I can just say from my very first Sunday in this job that I did not feel that feeling at all. And I do feel like usually when you start a new job, you are typically more overwhelmed at the beginning, like when you're starting it and you feel like there's a lot to learn. And I have felt that a little bit, but at the same time, I so, so appreciated. Being able to just thoroughly enjoy my weekend. And I actually did have some plans with family until pretty late Sunday night. And I got home late and I stayed up a little bit later than normal because of that. And I had zero issues with it because I really was just looking for a job that I could do that I did not have to. You know, work outside of my work hours. And who knows, like I might have to do that at some point. And I'm sure as I get more responsibilities and stuff, it'll feel different. But I just very much appreciated the lack of Sunday scaries. <laughs> so, anyways, that's my gratitude. I had a really great weekend, got to spend time with one of my friends from high school and then some family, and celebrated my dad's birthday. So it was just a good time. And I wanted to share today about why I think that we should not, as people, be always following our heart or trusting our gut. Those are kind of two phrases that you hear people use. Um, And I think typically they are used in a positive way, like if someone is seeking advice and they are trying to make a decision, or um, they're trying to kind of get, I guess, input from someone else, sometimes the other person will say, well, just follow your heart. Like, what do you feel in your heart? What do you want the most? Or trust your gut and it won't lead you astray. Um, And I was just thinking about that recently and it kind of came to mind a little bit because I was having this conversation actually with my sister, Micah, recently. You might have heard her on the podcast before. But I told her that I was like, I feel like I just do not have that intuition that people talk about or that gut feeling that tells you, you know, like sometimes when you're trying to get a reading on someone and you're like, oh, I got this certain feeling from meeting this person or this impression from them um, or like an intuition of knowing when you're in like you know, a good safe situation versus sometimes people say like, oh, I had this bad feeling or I felt like something wasn't right and then they remove themselves from a situation that, you know, could have been bad. And I told my sister, I don't really feel like I have that skill because sometimes I can tend to be someone who worries more than necessary. And we all know worrying does not really help you solve your problem at all. It makes you live through the bad thing that you're dreading twice. So I do sometimes struggle with worrying and I struggle sometimes with having like a worst case scenario mindset. (laughs) So um, my sister knows from traveling with me that sometimes I'd be like, oh, this does not seem like a good situation or I don't feel safe in this situation. And it is 100% fine and great. And there's no issues. And I was like, okay, we just don't need to trust my you know, gut feeling because it's a little bit off. Something is not, you know, I don't have necessarily that gift of discernment that I feel like a lot of people have where they can get a good reading on people. And honestly, what's interesting is I feel like I also tend to see the positive and see the best in a lot of people as well. So I don't really know how that works, where I tend to see situations as worst case scenarios sometimes, but I see the best in people. I don't know. I have not thought too far into that or really tried to evaluate why that is. But I do kind of have a problem with when people, you know, to make a decision, just go with their gut or follow their heart regardless. Because first of all, and I know this is controversial unless you have similar beliefs to me, but um, I think that by nature, We are selfish, and we have what we call in the church, like our human nature or our sinful nature, or um, like the flesh versus the spirit, which God gives us, and which is, you know, like the sound voice of reason. And I think that if we always follow our heart without evaluating what that really means and without seeking wise counsel and without prayer and we just do what we feel is best for us, that that's not always the best choice. You know, even not just for people like me who think that our voice of reason or our gut feeling is not always accurate, but just people in general, I think you can tend to then do just what you want to do and your you know, self-gratification and self-preservation and what's-in-it-for-me type of attitude. And maybe you don't feel like that's how you are and how your nature is, but I think that we all are born with, you know, some of that in us. And I do realize too that there's also, you know, the other side of that, that I also believe that we are created as God's image bearers and that we have, you know, His goodness as well and that good things come from him. But yeah, that's a whole, I guess that could be a whole other (laughs) podcast. So I'm not just saying people are all bad or, you know, there's no way that following our heart could lead to something good. I'm not saying that. I just think that we can't use it as a blanket statement of advice or like a way to choose our life path is to follow our heart. And so I just wanted to share a few verses that kind of just talk about the nature of the heart in general. Um, And I will apologize in advance. I'm not giving you a ton of context necessarily, um, but just some little, I guess, tidbits to think about if you are someone who feels like you do have a good, you know, direction or moral compass or gut feeling, however you want to word it. But the first one is from Jeremiah 17. And it is specifically verse 9. But before that, it's saying, here are some things that the Lord says, and he's giving some things that God says are good so just real quickly for example um, it's saying that you can't just trust in man who draws from flesh and whose hearts are turned away from the Lord but he's saying you know we should trust in the Lord we should place our confidence in him in verse 7 and that that's what makes you grow strong roots and then the verse that I was specifically thinking of was verse 9 it says the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure who can understand it And then verse 10, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according to what their deeds deserve. Like a partridge that hatches eggs it did not lay are those who gain riches by unjust means. Though in their lives are half gone, their riches will desert them. And in the end, they will prove to be fools. I read just a tad more than I was going to, but basically um, just kind of giving the idea that our hearts can deceive us and trusting in ourselves or just trusting in other people is not necessarily going to bring the outcome that we are desiring or that God desires for us, but that there will be better results and more long-term good fruit when we then put our trust in God instead and, you know, believe what he says and not just what our hearts are wanting. Okay, and then my second one actually comes from Proverbs 4. And this is a chapter about seeking after wisdom. And I'm actually going to read a little bit before the verse that I'm specifically sharing about the heart. But starting at verse 10, it says, listen, my son, accept what I say, and the years of your life will be many. I instruct you in the way of wisdom and lead you along straight paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hampered. When you run, you will not stumble. Hold on to instruction. Do not let it go. Guard it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go on your way, for they cannot rest until they do evil. They're robbed of sleep until they make someone stumble. They eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. Okay, and then going further down just a little bit, verse 20, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Um, And I just liked that because, and again, it continues on after that, but I liked that said above all else, guard your heart. Everything you do will flow from it. So just those, you know, desires that we have in our heart and those things that we are thinking and seeking after, that is going to then lead to our actions and our words and our choices. And so I think if we're told to guard it, like, it's something that we do have to be careful with and we have to evaluate, like, you know, why am I seeking after this thing? Have I let myself become corrupted? Am I just doing this out of selfish means? Um, Am I just making this decision out of fear? Or have I sought out wisdom, and have I prayed for God to give me guidance in this area? Another one is a reminder about trusting in God and not ourselves. It is Proverbs 3, and it's verses 5 and 6. Actually, I'll read just a little bit past that, but it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That was the phrase that stuck out to me for this topic. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine." My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke because the Lord disciplines those he loves. As a father, the son, he delights in. And then it continues on about how important it is to seek wisdom. But I just really like how this was saying we need to trust God and what he says and not just lean on our own understanding because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like at each point in my life that, you know, I've had to make a big decision of some sort, or I have felt like I really needed some guidance and I was unsure of what was the right choice at the time. As you go through life, you're going to look back on those moments and realize that you've grown since then. You have continued to learn and you realize things later in life that you didn't know at the time. So I just, you know, I like to remember that It's a lifelong journey, and that I don't know everything. So, if you just always trust your own heart and your own mind and your own desires, you're not using all of the resources available to you. Like, you're not trusting in what God says. You're just doing what seems right to you at the time. But we are on a journey. Like I said, it's a lifelong journey and we're always growing or we always should be growing and becoming, you know, more mature and realizing more as we go through life and as we learn. So I can most certainly say that I can look back on times in my life and, you know, I think, wow, I really just didn't have all of the information at that point or I didn't realize something then that now I know. And I know for sure that that's also true now. Like I am almost 30, And I'm sure that there's going to be times later in life that I look back on right now, like this stage of my life, and I think, wow, I didn't know these certain things that I've learned since then. Or, you know, look at what God's brought me through and look at what he's taught me that I didn't know at the time. So I think, you know, verse 7 of what I just read a little bit ago in Proverbs 3 is just saying, don't be wise in your own eyes. Like you can't just go off of what you know, what you want. Other ones that I didn't even look up necessarily, but just that um, I thought of when I was just thinking through this topic is that I know that the Bible also tells us not to do things out of selfish ambition. We're not supposed to be doing things out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. And, you know, to me, that means taking others into consideration as well, not just following my own selfish desires that I have. And I even thought of just the example of Jesus himself, and I was thinking of when he is praying in the garden before he is arrested and then eventually is crucified, and that he was praying to God, and he did not in that moment necessarily want to do all of those terrible things that he was going to have to go through, but he prayed to God, not my will, but yours be done. Um you know, if you can take this cup from me, if there can be another way, but if not, your will be done. And to me, that shows that even if Jesus was submitting his desires or, you know, how he was feeling or what he, where he was at in that moment, if he was submitting that to God's greater purpose and God's will, then I most certainly should be doing that when I'm making decisions. So if he had to bring those things to prayer and to God and to ask, you know, For help and to do God's will, then I think that we most certainly should be doing that as well if He did. Um, And so, again, I said I was going to keep this pretty quick today, but um, I just wanted to say ways that I think we can kind of fight against the follow your heart. Maybe fight against sounds a little bit extreme, but you know, things we can do instead of just follow my heart, trust my gut. And maybe you feel like you do have the gift of discernment and you feel like you do, you know, you, you can look back on your life and see times when you had to make a tough decision or you had to, um, you know, figure something out. And maybe you didn't ask for advice and maybe you felt God lead you in a certain direction and it worked out great. Or you do feel like he's given you that wisdom and that you've been able to follow what your heart you know, said. So maybe you don't relate, but I think in general, it's dangerous to just trust what I know, you know, just trust yourself or do what you feel is best. Um, because like I said, I think that we're all on a journey to maturity and wisdom and there's always more to learn. Um, and frankly, I, I can tell sometimes that even my desires and my thoughts are not, Always noble. You know, I have times where I would rather make a decision out of fear. Like, I'm like, oh, that could maybe not turn out the way I want, so I'm not going to do it. Like, that would be following my heart. If my heart in that moment just wants to seek safety and comfort and do what's enjoyable, even if that's following my heart, that doesn't mean that that would be what's best for me or in the long run, what would yield the best fruit. Um, I might even like look back on those times and be like, oh, I kind of missed an opportunity there because I decided to go with what I was feeling inside. Um, Our feelings are fickle and they, they can change quickly. They can be, you know, just based on our emotions or situations that are happening. Maybe we're stressed. Maybe we're being influenced by something else. And I just don't think we can always trust what we feel inside. So what we can trust, what we can do is, um, I think, trusting God's word and what he says, what he has you know, shown us throughout history, what he has told other people in your life. I think that we can seek wise counsel. And for me personally, that means asking other friends or maybe family members or um, people who are ahead of me in years or um, who have been through the situation I've been through before and getting their perspective because I'm recognizing that I don't know it all and doesn't mean that other people know it all, but they could have kind of a fresh perspective on what I'm talking about or what I'm dealing with, what I need advice on. Um, and then definitely praying through it, praying for wisdom and God's, vi- God's guidance um, in the situation that He would just show us what's best and that He would give us the ability to trust and submit to what He wants because I know at least that I personally believe that God wants what is best and that God is truly good. And so even if something that He is leading me to doesn't seem good in the moment or it doesn't seem Fun or whatever that in the long run that would be what is good for me is to do his will and to do what he's asking of me, not what my heart thinks would be fun or enjoyable or comfortable. That's not always what's best. Another thing is to see if what you are wanting aligns with what is in the Bible, what's in God's word, and you know, how did he lead his people in the past? Like, what types of things did he lead them towards? And how did they respond to him? And, you know, in what scenarios was it successful for them? Was it when they followed him and what he wanted? Or was it when they followed their hearts and, you know, maybe the things that they wanted because of their pride or their fear? Um, For example, Jonah comes to mind. Um, But, you know, what do we see in the word? And, how does it align with what we are currently going through? Um, so if you have a chance, you're deciding between should I do this thing that's only good for me or should I do this thing that you know benefits other people or um, should I make this decision where maybe I make more money but I know I'm going to have to sacrifice these other things in my life that are really important or should I make the decision where maybe I don't make as much money but I know that it provides me with you know better mental health and more quality time with people I love and all of that stuff. So I think just seeing what are your priorities and how does that line up with what you know to be true from scripture. And then finally, I just like to remember times that God has been faithful in the past, whether it is in my own life where I look back and I can see where he just got me through something where he provided in a way that I did not think was possible or whether I am reminded of how he was faithful to other people. And I think that's why it's important to share our stories with each other because it's so encouraging to hear people's stories where, you know, at the time they didn't know how they were going to get through something or they didn't know what the situation was going to be like, um, what the right answer was but they prayed and they trusted God and he came through for them in a very unexpected way. Like the stories about how people are like, oh, I didn't know where my next rent payment was going to come from or where my groceries are going to come from. And then God did this huge thing or God used someone really unexpected to provide for us or, you know, taking a job maybe that you're unsure about. And it seems like in the eyes of the world or in the eyes of, you know, your heart, if you're after selfish ambition, like after things just to make you more, you know, wealthy or more powerful, but if it causes harm to other areas of your life or other people's lives, um, I just think that you can use those examples from the past to see that, you know what, even if it's not what my heart wants, then it could be what is best. And I do want to say, cause I'm about to close this out. Um, But I do want to say that I'm not saying our hearts are always wrong and everything that we feel is invalid. And I'm not saying that. I do think that, again, some people have different giftings. And I'm not saying all of my feelings are wrong either. I think sometimes I do um, have things that I can go off of that I feel like are you know, wisdom that's been given to me. But I'm just saying I don't think we can default to follow your heart, trust your gut. I don't think that that is a good gauge of what is wise in the moment and again if God also does put desires in your heart um, for good so just evaluate like if there is something in your heart that you want to do or um, you're leaning a certain way and making a decision you're like well this is what I really want then just ask yourself those things like does this align with you know, what God's shown me before and, you know, the values that I have and the priorities that I have because I love God and because I am his. Um, And so, yeah, I think that ended up being a little bit (laughs) rambly Um, and I hope it made sense and I hope I didn't take anything out of context, but those are just some things that came to mind as I was thinking about um, the phrase, follow your heart and some things that I feel like I've been taught. And so I hope it helped somebody and, I would love to hear your thoughts as well. As always, um, if you want to comment on the Instagram post, the Instagram account is just Morning by Morning Podcast. If you have a moment to give the podcast a rating, that's always really helpful as well. But I hope you all are having a really great week. And again, that this was encouraging some way to you. And I hope that you will be back in the next week or so to hear the new episodes. I do have some guest episodes coming up as well that I'm really excited about, so thanks for listening again and I hope that you all have a great rest of your thank you again for listening to another episode of the podcast if you want to give feedback on this topic share other topics you want to hear about or share what you're grateful for you can follow the instagram page morning by morning podcast I would love to hear from you remember to find something to be grateful for today